Well, hello, friends and listeners. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about aging cognitively and physically. Uh, This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am an inpatient mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. Some interesting information I want to share with you, and that is by 2030, the number of Americans between 65, well, actually 65 and over, is projected to be about 73.1 million, which is up from 56.1 million in 2020. Of that group, nearly 10 million are projected to be at least 85. As the population ages, it will become increasingly important to promote healthy aging as well as recognize and treat age-related conditions that affect mental and physical well-being. Recent research has shown that older Americans today generally report better health than older people before them. And thanks to advances in medicine, technology, and society at large, more people are living longer. This means that more individuals can expect to spend more time in retirement than those in previous generations did. Yet even though older Americans tend to live longer and healthier lives than previous generations, many adults in midlife fail to commit to healthy routines that can bolster their well-being later in life. Research has established, for example, the physical and mental advantages of a consistent exercise regimen. But in 2018, less than 20% of U.S. adults ages 45 to 64 met the recommended guidelines for physical activity, and that's according to the CDC. Nutrition also influences the the progression of many diseases, and research has demonstrated that good nutrition habits can reduce the length of later hospital stays. Yet many older adults eat poorly, typically due to a lack of time, a lack of knowledge, or because they don't have access to affordable, nutritious food. Screening programs can lead to preventive measures and early treatment interventions, which can substantially reduce the later impact of illnesses. Other assessments of the quality of life of older individuals tend to focus on health and finance, but second and third careers, lifelong Learning, leisure pursuits, voluntary work, and caregiving can also contribute positively or negatively to future quality of life. So let's talk about symptoms of common age-related conditions, causes of common age-related conditions, and the treatment of common age-related conditions. So symptoms of common age-related conditions. Let's start with that. 
Although many people associate aging with physical and mental decline, poor health is not an inevitable consequence of aging. It's true, however, that many older adults struggle to stay mentally and physically healthy and maintain their quality of life. Common aging-related conditions include physical health concerns, mental health disorders such as depression, and Alzheimer's disease and other forms of cognitive decline. So let's look at some physical health concerns. Chronic health conditions such as heart disease, stroke, cancer, diabetes, and arthritis are the most common and costly health concerns for individuals later in life. They exact a particularly heavy health and economic burden due to associated long-term illness, diminished quality of life, and greatly increased healthcare costs. Hearing and vision problems are often thought of as natural signs of aging, but early detection and treatment can often prevent, postpone, or lessen some of the debilitating physical, social, and emotional effects that these impairments can have on the lives of older people. So looking at depression, suicide, and other mental health challenges, being, for example, down in the dump, so to speak, over a long period of time is not a normal part of growing old. In fact, research has consistently shown that life satisfaction after a dip in midlife tends to increase with age, but depressive disorders are a common problem in the elderly, and medical help may be needed. Unfortunately, depression in older people is often missed or untreated for a variety of reasons. As a person ages, for one, uh, the signs of depression are much more likely to be dismissed as crankiness, grumpiness, or a normal response to aging. Symptoms of depression may also manifest differently in older adults than they do in younger people. For example, an older person who is depressed may be more likely to report physical symptoms such as insomnia or aches and pains rather than the feelings of sadness or worthlessness that commonly signal to a doctor that an individual is depressed. Misdiagnosis is also a concern. Confusion or attention problems caused by depression can sometimes look like Alzheimer's disease or other brain disorders. Mood changes and signs of depression can also be caused by medicines older people may take, say, for their high blood pressure or some type of heart disease. And depression can happen at the same time as other chronic diseases. More broadly speaking here, mental disorders experienced by older adults might differ from those experienced by younger people, which can make accurate diagnosis and treatment difficult. 
many physicians and other health professionals may not provide effective mental health care because they often receive inadequate training in the diagnosis and treatment of mental disorders in older adults. Though it can be hard for a doctor to diagnose depression, people who are depressed can get better with effective treatment. Talk therapies, drugs, or other methods of treatment can ease the pain of depression. If left untreated, mental disorders such as depression can represent a grave threat to the health and well-being of older adults. Older adults, and especially older men, are at greater risk of dying by suicide than is commonly thought. In 2019, men over the age of 75 died by suicide at the highest rate of any cohort, 39.9 per 100,000. By comparison, young adult men between the ages of 15 and 24 died by suicide at a rate of 22 per 100,000. Mental disorders can also negatively affect the ability of older people to recover from other health problems. Research has shown that people with depression are at greater risk of developing heart disease, for example. Furthermore, people with heart disease who are depressed have an increased risk of death after a heart attack compared with those who are not depressed. Alzheimer's disease. The occurrence of Alzheimer's disease AD, as I'll call it, is not a normal development in the aging process. AD is characterized by a gradual loss of memory, decline in the the ability to perform routine tasks, disorientation, difficulty in learning, loss of language skills, impaired judgment, an inability to plan, and personality changes. Over time, these changes become so severe that they interfere with an individual's daily functioning, resulting eventually in death. While the disease can last from 3 to 20 years after the onset of symptoms, the average duration is eight years. Alzheimer's disease affects as many as 4 million Americans. The disease usually begins after the age of 60 and risk increases with age. Most people diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease are older than 65. However, it's possible for the disease to occur in people in their 40s and 15s. So if you're asking, is depression a normal part of aging? No. Depression should not be considered a normal or inevitable part of aging. Recognizing symptoms of depression, such as withdrawal from normal activities, fatigue, restlessness, guilt, or excessive moodiness, 
as early as possible and seeking appropriate treatment can help improve the quality of life for elderly adults and their loved ones. So what are the signs of normal age-related cognitive decline? Most people's cognitive abilities decline with age to some degree. Usually, signs of normal age-related cognitive decline include slowed thinking, greater difficulty sustaining attention, and a reduced ability to hold information in the mind or recall it quickly. These changes should be fairly subtle and in most cases will not interfere with day-to-day functioning. They may, however, be frustrating for the person experiencing them, especially as they may continue to worsen with age. So when should someone be concerned about cognitive decline? It's not always easy to tell when age-related cognitive decline should be seen as concerning, but there are some key signs to watch for that may help determine whether further action is needed. For example, if the individual starts to demonstrate poor reasoning and judgment, struggles to make decisions that were once straightforward, or regularly forgets appointments, it may be time to seek a formal assessment from a medical professional. Uh, How can you tell the difference between depression and dementia? It can initially be difficult to discern whether an individual is experiencing depression or progressive cognitive decline, including Alzheimer's disease. People with Alzheimer's disease often exhibit a lack of confidence, tearfulness, and concentration and memory problems all of which also manifest in depression. However, depressive episodes in individuals with Alzheimer's are shorter in duration and less intense than they are in individuals who experience primary depression. So is it possible to have both depression and Alzheimer's disease? Yes. Depression itself inhibits cognitive function and, if untreated, can accelerate the progression of Alzheimer's disease. To discern whether an individual with Alzheimer's disease is clinically depressed, physicians look for signs of reduced interaction with others and loss of interest in daily routines, as well as signs of low mood. This can be challenging to diagnose as Alzheimer's disease progressively erodes verbal ability. For those who are depressed in the early still verbal stages of Alzheimer's disease, support groups and therapy are key interventions. So what are the causes of common age-related conditions? Aging is a natural process, and everyone will experience some changes with age, both mental and physical. What pushes someone over the line between normal aging and problematic age-related conditions isn't always clear, but it's likely that many factors, including genes, social, and environmental factors, and lifestyle choices play a role. Aging itself is the strongest risk factor for Alzheimer's disease. Beyond that, research has shown links between some genes and Alzheimer's disease. And people who have 
a parent or sibling with Alzheimer's are more likely to develop the condition themselves when it comes to Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia, early and careful evaluation is important, especially because many other conditions, including some that are treatable or reversible, may cause dementia-like symptoms. Examples of such treatable medical conditions are depression, nutritional deficiencies, adverse drug interactions, urinary tract infections, and metabolic changes. So people ask, excuse me, the question, uh, what causes age-related cognitive decline? Well, as we age, our brains age too. And uh, research suggests that natural decreases in hippocampal and frontal lobe size areas of the brain involved in memory and higher order thinking processes contribute strongly to age-related cognitive decline. There's also evidence that white matter density in the brain tends to decrease with age and the brain may generate fewer neurotransmitters, both of which may slow thinking and worsen memory. So let's look at some treatment of common age-related conditions. Many chronic conditions that come with age can be improved, if not cured, by treatment and or medication. And so it's always worth seeking the advice of a doctor. There are, however, some barriers to treatment seeking that may need to be addressed. Many people, for example, mistakenly believe that mental disorders like depression or dementia are normal in older people and that no effective treatments are available. Another myth suggests that older people cannot change. Therefore, efforts to enhance their mental health might be wrongly seen as futile. Uh, Some older people or their friends or relatives may feel that getting help is a sign of weakness or may believe that a depressed person can quickly snap out of it. Refuting these myths with accurate information could motivate someone to seek treatment. Now, some family doctors may not understand mental health challenges such as depression or anxiety, especially in the elderly, and may be dismissive or unsure of what to do. If a doctor is unable or unwilling to take a patient's concerns seriously, whether about depression, cognitive decline, or anything else, it may be prudent to consult another healthcare provider. Some older people avoid seeking psychological treatment because they are afraid of how much treatment might cost. However, short-term psychotherapy with or without medication will be beneficial in many cases and is often covered by insurance. And community mental health centers may offer treatment based on a person's ability to pay. Research has also shown that a healthy lifestyle tends to be more influential than genetic factors in helping older people avoid the deterioration often associated with aging. People who are physically active, maintain a healthy diet, don't use tobacco or drink to excess, and practice other healthy behaviors reduce their risk of suffering from chronic disease and have half the rate 
half the rate of disability compared with those who do not. Screening to detect chronic diseases such as diabetes or cancers of the breast, cervix, and colon early in their course can save many lives. Also, immunizations against influenza and pneumococcal disease will also reduce a person's risk for hospitalization and death from these diseases. Other preventative measures include removing tripping hazards like runners and carpet mats in the home and installing grab bars, which can greatly reduce the risk of falls and fractures. Also, regular exercise is a good preventive measure that will enhance quality of life. So make sure uh, the person is exercising safely. Start slowly. They should avoid holding their breath when exerting themselves. If they are on medications or have any conditions that change their natural heart rate, they should not use their pulse rate as a way of judging how hard they should exercise. They should use safety equipment such as helmets, knee and elbow pads, and eye protection. And unless their doctor has asked them to limit fluids, they should be sure to drink plenty when they are doing endurance activities that make them sweat. Many older people don't drink enough fluids in the first place, even when not exercising. Um, So exercising the mind is as important as keeping physically active. Recent research suggests that people who regularly engage in mentally stimulating activities such as reading, playing games, doing puzzles, listening to the radio, and visiting museums have a decreased risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. Thus, the Japanese proverb, we begin aging when we stop learning, may well be accurate. This is Real Life. I'm Lisa. Stay well.